What's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Kalo and Crew Podcast. I'm here with my man, Sean, planning to talk about the NFL. A lot of shit going on. Can't keep my mouth shut for too long. A lot of stuff to talk about. Eagles are still Super Bowl champions. And we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl, though. Um, we're moving on to 2018. Although we will be Super Bowl champions for that entire season, I won't talk about it, okay? You got you have my word. I'm talking about free agency. And in free agency, we don't need to talk about the best team because they're going to do the least because they already got a squad. So we're just going to move on. Um, talking football with Sean is what we do constantly. Just like we already started talking about everything that we were going to talk about before we started recording. And I was like, all right, dude, we got to really shut up because we got to start hopping on this and actually recording. Um, so first and foremost, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm just going to tell all my people listening, if you are, that this is strictly about football. So you can just turn this shit off now if that's not what you want to hear about. Because we might sprinkle in a little NCAA tournament, but you're getting sports and sports only. So sorry, ladies, if you're listening. <laughs> it was a short one for you. Um, but let's kick it off. Um, um, as most people that know me and Sean know is that he's a Cowboys fan and I'm an Eagles fan. Yet somehow we get along because in the end we are both realists. Um, we're not like our friend Mike Ortiz who just is not a realist at all and he's just an idiot. Yeah, what's up? So, <laughs> so I'm going to just kick this off because Sean's already talked about the Eagles enough with me and we're just going to kick it right off and talk about what the Cowboys are doing. Um, because they have, first and foremost, they have no cap to do anything. So they really haven't done anything except franchise tag Demarcus Lawrence, um, which is probably going to be their best defensive player for for a little bit now. Um, but Sean, what are you hoping that they do in the draft? Um, not just the first round, but throughout the draft. Uh, what do you guys? What are you looking to have you guys do? Because I know you can't make that much of a splash in free agency. Um, so what's your main priority for the draft? Right now we're, we're looking to uh, – we got to upgrade the defense. I mean, we're, we're, we're not a very good defense right now. Uh, we got better, you know, as the year went on last year, uh, a bunch of young guys. But we also need a playmaker on offense. So that's going to be the tough thing to do. You know, can you find one in the first round? Does Kelvin Ridley maybe drop to you? So it's going to be depending on, uh, you know, who who gets to us. Is Jerry going to be aggressive and try to move up? Uh, But we, we got to, we got to, we got to do a lot, honestly, Um, for not having cap space for not there. You know, all the other teams that you look at at, in the top five for not having much cap spaces, you know, they're pretty set teams that are, you know, have their set rosters, but we got a couple of open gaps that we need to uh, clear up. Yeah, so the top five teams with the least cap space right now are the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Number two is the Dolphins, which is – they're trash, so. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good that they have the second least cap space. But other than that, it's the Chiefs, then the Steelers, and then the Cowboys. So, I mean, four of the five teams are have been good within the last couple of years. Right, right. Um, so that's kind of why they're taking a hit. Um, like really Dallas, 
they felt, I mean, a lot had to do with the suspension, I know, but um, they they put themselves in a position to win a couple of years ago when they had their best season in a while. Um, so yeah. that's why it's just ultimately affecting them now. Um, but even us, like, we're talking about them as if, like, they were trapped. As if they're trash, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they just. They but it's just, because they they dropped off. So. They just dropped off from thirteen and three to the nine and seven. But I mean that yeah, the, the Zeke thing played a huge role into that. Uh, Dak, I'm not gonna sit here and say Dak's you know the, the next making a Tom Brady or or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees anything like that. You know, he's a different type of quarterback than those guys. He's, he's gonna use his feet. Uh, a lot more checkdowns and stuff, but he needs. I mean, he needs Zeke. It's it, the the thing that Dak can't win that argument is you know because he had the bad numbers while Zeke was out. But who show me a quarterback that's going to lose an All Pro running back, possibly arguably the best running back in the league, and, and he and doesn't have be, another option. Like right. that's still like the if you guys got to run the offense through him, and you tried to run it through your backups, but. Ultimately, that's, he's going to move the sticks for you guys, and teams don't need to really worry about like other people as much to the point where when he's out, if they just like bring pressure or clamp up like your number one receiver and stuff, it kind of throws you off because the thing that we talk about the most is how vanilla you guys are on yeah. offense, and I think that's because you can be vanilla when you have a guy like Zeke. You can just run everything nice right through and right. To be honest, one of the points of last season that I noticed is you just didn't have as dominant of an O-line as you did the year before. That's due to a couple injuries, but yeah, that cool. really, when you guys were 13-3, and three, it was the it was Zeke and it was the O-line, and you didn't have, really, for half the year almost or whatever, um, you didn't have either one playing to the level that they did before, so that's when you'll see a drop-off in that. And obviously, people are going to be quick to blame the quarterback, Um but he's throwing the garbage. As you know, I'm not a huge fan of Des Bryant, and I know that even though he's still a good player, he's on the decline, so I want to see them spice it up for him. Like, it's also the playbook, too. He He's not getting the separation that he needs, but they need to, I mean, they're professional coaches. They need to right. see what we see and kind of change the playbook to go to his strengths, which is what good coaches do. Um and I hope that they can turn that around because you guys have retained all the same coaches. That that's the thing that that is a positive is you retain the coaches, so the camaraderie is is there, and the you know they know each other. But at the same time, we need to yeah we need to spice it up quite a bit. Uh, I think Des actually hurt himself and all that because, uh, and and I you know I hear Chris Carter say it all the time is he was so good and dominant at what he did, which was go up and get the ball, the back shoulder that Romo always threw to him. He was so successful at that that he didn't really get the route tree that he needed. He can't, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm one of the biggest all-time fans of him over his career, but he can't run every route on the route tree. That's yeah. just unfortunate. He can't. He's not Fitz. You know, that's get, that could be something these last couple of years that he tries to, uh, you know, upgrade that, that style of his game to almost do what a Fitz did to extend his career. I've been saying it for a year now. Uh, he should, you know, get with Fitz and, and kind of pick his brain because he went from the outside to then a, a slot guy. And, I mean, he's silently been killing the NFL the last yeah, couple of years. Yeah, and he's been killing them with trash quarterbacks. Exactly. Uh, I mean, all due respect to Carson Palmer, he did play well for a while, but he has been injured the last couple of years. And 
it's you can kind of see the same characteristics. Um, I will say Fitzgerald has known to have obviously better hands, but, right, right, right. Yeah. But the body type is like a little thicker and not fat, like really not fast at all. Right. So it's just about like picking your spots and um, like using your body and using position and having quick cuts and whatnot. Um, which I think Des is still a capable receiver. Um, like we said before, I I do think he has not been playing well, but. He would still be the best free agent receiver if you guys were to like part ways with the right. right now. He'd be co- yeah, he'd be um, coveted by a couple teams. Yeah, so it would like this mock draft. We do have a mock draft pulled up, and I'm going to be going off just so everyone knows the CBS Sports mock draft that they literally did like 20 minutes ago yeah. because they have updated on the trades that are going down, um, and they have you guys taking Calvin Ridley, which I know you said you were a big fan of him. And that is definitely an area of need for you guys. So that would be nice, right? I I, I would love that. Um, that would avoid uh, that would avoid you having to address Dez's contract because you'd be able to get another playmaker who I think can go right in and and uh, contribute right away. But I know you, you've brought it up to me before as well. You know, and the possibility of cutting him. The only way I, I, I personally would be okay to accept that truly is going to be if, if you can maybe split his $16 million cap hit this year to maybe two guys that maybe add up to that that, that are going to be you know solid, but I don't know who those guys are right now. In free agency, they're, they're not there. I mean, um, yeah, you, you've got some guys who you know have the name, but... You don't know what their contract. You know, I, I don't know what a, a Sammy Watkins is going to pull. Um, yeah, he, he has that potential. He'll pull he more than that, eight, I think. Yeah, this is so that that's and Allen Robinson will definitely pull more than eight. Yeah, um, so, so that that's where you know you know it, the only way you get rid of Des is if you can bring in two guys. I, right. I, I don't think it's a, a smart idea to get rid of him and just replace him with somebody because then you still have Terrence or a on the yeah, yeah you can't replace him with a rookie. Yeah, because then you still have Terrence on the other side, and that for me that's my biggest issue. Yeah, know? we're talking a lot about Des, but in reality, Terrence Williams is just not a yeah, startable no. receiver. I mean, it seems like every time we're in a big situation, man, ball flies off, hit him, hits him right in the chest. Interception. He looks kind of goofy. Tipped, or you know, sometimes he'll come up with a big play here and there. But it's rare. It's, yeah, it's not enough for him to. I've seen him have some big plays, but yeah. and I just don't think he fits the style of offense that you guys are running. Um, like with Dak, um, as far as like his his passing ability. Yeah, because um, Terrence technically, if if you want to, this is the struggle with him as a player. Is is all right? What's his biggest strength? Technically, it's is a deep ball. Threat, oh, and he's speed. not that, and he's yeah. not good at that. So, yeah, what do you your, your offense doesn't do that either. No, no. Um, so, yeah, he's. I mean, if you guys were to draft Ridley, I think that'd be a good scoop for sure. Um, and if not, then you're gonna probably go defense. If he's not there, you'll go. I would say they're probably gonna go defense. The thing with defense, it gets tricky. Is they they got a lot of, in the draft last year. I mean, there are two starting corners after news breaks today that Skandrick is, is asking for a release. Um, they moved Byron Jones, our safety that we drafted a couple years back. Um, they moved him to corner. So they're going to be really young with corner, but I don't think they're going to need anybody there, like first-round talent-wise. They could go safety if they, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, I, I think you got to try to search somebody out in the first round to, to be a playmaker. I'd have to see who has, who's after Ridley 
you know, in the mock draft to see if they're up there. So sure. I, I think he might be the only receiver up there that's worthy of. After Ridley, let's take a look. Um, actually, there's there's a receiver projected to go right before him, and that's the Cortland Sutton. Okay, SMU. SMU receiver. Yeah. He's projected in this one to go to the Seahawks. So, I mean, if you guys were to be zeroed in on a receiver, it looks like one of those two would probably be there. Because um, I'm just going to assume that this mock drive isn't directly on point. Um, but other than that, the next wide receiver, um, this one is projected to go to Jacksonville at 29, and that's DJ Moore from Maryland, which I have heard um, right. some good stuff about him. So, But it is a steep drop-off, I think, because I like Calvin Ridley um, a lot in this draft. So that's good stuff right there. Um, let's just segue right into the actual draft itself um, and talk about kind of the top picks because um, there is some movement. Um, not quite the top five, but there is some movement right now um, with what the Bills just acquired. They moved from 21 to 12 while giving up Cordy Glenn, their starting left tackle, to the Bengals, correct? Yeah, yeah, interesting move. Good uh, move for the Bengals. I would say a good move for the Bengals, absolutely. Uh, they get a left tackle, which they lost in uh, Whitworth. To the Rams last offseason. And they were atrocious. And yeah, the they, offensive were, they were terrible last year. Um, so, yeah, that this opens up what, and this is what CBS is, is currently projecting, is this is moving up, I believe, for the Bills to, to ultimately put a package together to move up to that Giants pick. Uh, that's what it looks like this one has them doing. The Giants are that type of team, especially with how much salary they've put into the defense. You know, where do you draft a guy? Because uh, they just got the Giants just got Ogletree uh, for a linebacker from the Rams in a trade. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. You know their their back end, their safeties, and their corners. They're they. I mean, I think they think they're pretty well on, and then their defensive line has all the money on it. So the Giants are are a, a prime team to probably trade out of that pick. So the Bills they might be might be looking to slide right in. Yeah, I would. I mean, that wouldn't. This one right here has. The Browns taking Josh Allen at one, which, I mean, cool. <laughs> I'm not huge on that, but screw them. They have the Bills trading up to take Sam Darnold at two, um, which I think that would be a good move, but they have them sending both their 2018 first-round picks and a 2019 first-rounder to make that trade happen. So, I mean, that's that's a shitload. It, it it is, but that team that that team that coaching staff that whole regime's got to have something to to build around. Absolutely, you know that. And they the got Dermot came in and made all of his moves of of shipping out people that you know some people weren't fond of getting rid of, but yeah, they got to get yeah they got to get a quarterback because otherwise I have a feeling they're going to put. I was telling you earlier they're probably going to put money into one of those Vikings quarterbacks yeah and I don't know if that's what you want for the future yeah so if they don't trade up to this two slot and get one of these top guys then they'll probably draft a quarterback but they'll want to sign a Vikings quarterback to try right see if they got anything um they got they got to sign someone um yeah because right now I don't, I don't even know who they oh they throw out Peterman yeah 
And Lord knows we don't want to see that. That's Holy shit, NFL no. fans. They would go heard, from a that dude hurt my eyes last year. They would go from a playoff team to three and thirteen <laughs> in the blink of an eye. And that would be a huge Bills thing to do. <laughs> oh, go to the playoffs. They scored what three in there when they made the playoffs. They were so hyped. <laughs> Eighteen years it took to score three points. Yeah. Wow, that was actually one of the worst games I've ever seen. Impressive. Um, yeah. So that would be cool. I do hope I hope the Bills like do do something like this. Um because I mean it'd be different of them to do that. I mean they haven't been they still had a good defense last year. So. Yeah, yeah, they did. And and McDermott is always going to bring that defensive mentality. So um and they're just going to run behind Shady as much as possible until that guy breaks down. Exactly. And he Probably will sooner rather than later. It's coming so, in the next. He's got a couple more. Good, let's try to get a playoff years. win, Buffalo. Just <laughs> just a win. That'd be that'd be cool. Because um, you have the foundation other than the uh, most important position, <laughs> which is quarterback. Um, but if you did it with Tyrod Taylor, I think uh, you can open up the playbook a little more for someone like Sam Darnold. So let's make it happen, Buffalo. That'd be cool. The Colts pick at three, and that's the most boring chalk pick of the draft. <laughs> it is. Because one or two are not taking Chubb, so, um, and that's Bradley Chubb they are going to take. And I am going to break that pick before it happens without any sources, just because that's, I'm that confident. That's set, yeah. that's They need an edge <laughs> rusher on the defensive end. So this one has the Browns taking Saquon Barkley at four, and if – they don't get him at four, then the Giants are going to take him at two, and those are the only landing spots that I think he could go one overall, I guess. Yeah. But that's the same landing spot as four. But um, I don't know. Like, for me, it wouldn't shake up too much if they took him at one. Like, you know what I mean? It, I don't really give a shit. If, if they take him at one, then they really didn't care which quarterback they got at four. Right. I, and I think there's going to be enough – there's only going to be maybe one quarterback gone by the time they pick that fourth pick. Yeah. So Either still, Darnold or yeah, or um, Allen. Or maybe Allen. Yeah. Exactly. So, listen. All right. We're just going to screw the draft. If the Browns take Barkley at four and a quarterback, you think it's a guarantee that they probably start Tyrod for at least – I said at least six – Game. Yeah, I mean they, they they would definitely go to him first. But they, if then, they're four and two, then they're just gonna rock them. Yeah, they're gonna rock. But if them. they're two and four, then they might just say, "All right, yeah, we're all set." But I think, in 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 no way, shape, or form, ask any Bills fan. I I don't like Tyrod Taylor. Not a big fan of him. But I do think with Haley, Todd Haley, just as a a, a football genius of the offensive, uh, you know, on the offensive end can. Can get if they had Barkley with those receivers. I forgot that they got Todd Haley. Yeah, that's Joku as their tight end, their yeah. rookie tight end last year, who who showed uh, glimpses. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could probably be under center and take that's a couple what I was snaps saying. and deliver yeah. the ball. Absolutely, I could probably be under center left hand. I mean, you got your deep threat in Gordon. Uh, yeah. You know, even Coleman coming back, we don't even know what that guy is because I think he he's can't a stay healthy. really good player though. And and then Landry is going to be everything. Uh, Tyrod needs him to be because he loves those intermediate routes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, in case anyone didn't know, uh, the Browns acquired Tyrod for a hefty third-round pick. 
Um, so that's why I'm like, all right, they, they're going to rock with him now. <laughs> they got sure. at least a little bit. That third round pick, especially the first pick in the third round, is a tough one to give up. And I immediately thought that this meant they were going to take Barkley at one overall. So I still think that that's a possibility because now they can breed uh, whoever they take it. It's a possibility, and and the Giants will only make their job easier if the Giants trade out of that pick before draft day. Yeah. Uh, But the Giants out of the top five are that team that is primed to trade out. And, and receive additional things uh, to, to get out of that, too. Because so, they think they have the pieces. To they think that. they have the pieces. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> Eli is still trash. Their offensive line is still trash. Yeah, their old line they is... They have no running back. They, if they're going to trade back, they need to take O-linemen with both of Buffalo's for Oh, absolutely. Picks. Absolutely. Because they're trash. I think that that would be a, a good move for them. I do, too. Um, you know, as well, to, to get out of that pick, so... Yeah, absolutely. So, um, with that being said... The I I did a Twitter poll, um, yeah. and most people had the Browns. I believe it was what did I say? It was seven to nine. Like they need one more year to be like good, right? I I, I had voted seven to nine, seven to nine wins, and then a couple. And then the second thing was four and six because their coaching sucks. But that's because I, I know they got Haley, right? But. Nobody knows about Hugh Jack. If he, if Hugh Jackson really is Hugh Jackson, is he gets a lot of bad flack. But I mean, he he made and let's not forget a couple years back he made Andy Dalton to be a, a reasonable quarterback. It's just his I mean, record. The, the guys look awful. Since he got the he was Yeah, it just so happens that he's been linked up with the worst franchise in all of sports, any sport <laughs> for that matter, in the last twenty five years since I've been alive. Exactly. I mean, they've been awful. Yeah, so I'm. I, I would say seven to nine wins, too. Um, nine being, like, probably the peak. Yeah. I mean, they have they have it, but their defense is still really bad. Yeah, they're, I mean, they, they're they, secondary. They still got to, yeah, improve. They, they did do, uh, on that same day, they did get Demarius Randall, which, yeah. Sean Kaiser is a, is a great trade for them. Um, right. You know, Randall's not going to be anything great, but they still have McCourty. Um, Randall was a starter for the Packers. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, he, he was there. He could their, be a good. Young he was corner. their one after Shields had left. He could be a good young corner for sure. And they they played well on the defensive line last year. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But no, they, they did. Yeah, they 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 showed glimpses. Uh, their uh, offense was just so bad that yeah. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't move the ball at all. But a lot of turnovers. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Essentially, you know, it's it's like you're getting a first. Our first pick in the draft again. You right. Know, he needs to go through the whole offseason again. Him getting injured a week before week one just it seems typical. his whole season. It took away his whole season. Yeah, so they'll have him, and um, they were good on the defensive line last year, but Deshaun Kaiser forgot what team he was on a lot, so they would turn the ball over with a short field a lot um, because – he would either fumble or good for him. He gets to sit behind Aaron now for a couple of years at least, and and be on a good team. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> he can learn how to play football. In those Sometimes all years. it takes is just like being behind a winner and like seeing what it takes to win yeah. instead of just like being on an atrocity. That's a per- yeah, it's a perfect situation. He needed to sit anyways, and the Browns threw him into the fire. Yeah, and then took him out, and then kept putting him back he in. Started game one out. for them, Cody Kessler. I don't even know if he ended up if, if he ended up starting game one. He might have. Uh, no. Yeah. 
Was it? I think it was him. And then Kevin Hogan started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hogan. <laughs> they went they went between the trio. You really gotta go out of your way to have that bad of a quarterback room. Um but I think they said Kevin Hogan was their fourth leading rusher on their roster. Oh yeah. Third third or fourth, something like that. So this one has really weird um I don't think I've seen this yet. They have the, this mock has the Broncos taking Rosen at five, and then the Jets taking Baker Mayfield at six. I thought the Jets planned on signing uh, a veteran, a free agent, like one of the Vikings. Or well, they I know they they were in the Kirk Cousins. They're in. They're in talks. The they're not going to get him. But um, so, I don't do, do you think, think Mayfield so. needs to sit? Uh, I don't. I'd love that pick. That's that'd be my favorite pick of the first round, right there. I think Baker's a New York guy. You know, he's a Southern guy, but I, I think he's perfect for the New York media. Yeah, uh, I, I'd I'd like that. You know, that may that make me root for the Jets. I have no reason to ever root for that franchise. It's terrible, but <laughs> just beat the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, and the Bills. I'm not a huge Bills. Fan. We like. I was gonna say we like the Jets more than we like the Bills, yeah, Patriots, absolutely. and Dolphins. Absolutely. Actually, they're they're so my I'm, favorite team in that yeah. division, and and they're they're underrated because uh, you know Bowles is a is a pretty good coach, and they took. I kid you not. Every you know pod, every show, every article that you saw going into last season was that that team would probably be one of the worst teams ever. Like, in terms of football, they might win a game. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, they, I mean, 5-11, and 11, don't get me wrong, it's not a good no, season. No, that is – I remember they won, like, two they games. They started off quick. They started off – Yeah, they uh, won two games, and we were like, whoa. <laughs> they've already exceeded expectations yeah. <laughs> for the season. You know, so I, I think uh, even with a, a, you know, a mediocre McCown, and I think that's – you know, if, I don't know if that, that dude, Robbie, can keep his head on straight, obviously. He's a playmaker, though. Um, but, yeah, I think Mayfield would be cool there. Um, and that also brings up another name. Josh McCown is a free agent, and he is a good quarterback to kind of have a bridge yeah. a bridge with, in my opinion. And I can end up – I can see him being in, in Buffalo. <laughs> I is that not like a perfect like, no, Bills like thing? That would be a so if thing like do. let's say hypothetically the Bills, um, like don't move up all the way to two, and they end up getting like the last pick of the litter with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They could bridge it with McCown. He's not going to get paid like a ton. No, he's not going to not going to make a ton. I I, I wouldn't be. But you know what the Bills are going to do is they're going to do the, the most Bills thing, and they're going to draft this quarterback, and they're going to just throw him right into the yeah, fire and yeah. ask him to basically do what Tyrod did last year to get him to the playoffs, which obviously wasn't much. I know. you, But yeah, if you're even mediocre, you could probably chip away at, yeah. at what he did. I think Baker, though, is the most, the most ready-to-go week one. Uh, you know, he might not have the, as high of the potential as everybody else, but... Yeah. He, he knows how to throw the throw the ball. Yeah, absolutely. He could definitely sling it around for sure. Gotta love his, his cockiness and arrogance as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then at 15, which is my most uh, eyebrow-raising pick, not, not in a sense that they shouldn't do it, right. but Lamar Jackson, this thing has, this mock has at 15, going to the Cardinals, who are also in desperate need of a quarterback. Um, which I seem to forget. They, they are also. They in don't the, have one on the roster. Right they're now. in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes too. They, uh, 
I I had said a couple weeks ago I didn't hear anything about him, and I had talked to a Cardinals fan and said, why, why aren't you guys in it? Um, as they should be, but I don't know if he'll end up. Who's their head coach? Um, it's I'm forgetting his name, but I I know where he was. Did from. he come from in house or? Uh, nope, he came. He was the uh, Carolina Panthers defensive coordinator. Oh, let me look it up. Yeah, I'm forgetting his name too. Yeah. I want to um, say it's Steve Wilkes. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Before I even look it up. So a, de- a defensive guy, and you know he he happens to have Chandler Jones and Peterson on the defensive end. So. Again, they'll be good on They have a good defense. Yeah, they'll be good on that end. Uh, but they don't even have a quarterback under contract right now. So <laughs> they definitely will be drafting one, but I don't do they not have a lot to trade up with? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen them no, trading up right that, now. I haven't seen anything about them trading up. That's an that'd be an interesting pick. I, I with Lamar. I want I want it to work out for Lamar, you know, just because he's so dynamic. Other than just throwing the ball, you know, if he, if him and David Johnson, that'd be cool. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, when we were watching football back when we were kids, you know, Vic was never the best. He was never, there was one year where he was the best thrower of the football. Yeah. He, that never existed. No. He just had a cannon. He, he had a cannon, <laughs> which he, he would throw a deep ball and, and he'd be able to beat you with his feet. So, um, I think he's even a little bit better of a passer than Vic was. They also have no receivers. Yeah. They have no one under contract. Yeah. I mean, I'm no, pretty no, sure they have no one except Jerron Brown under contract. Yeah, they have Fitz pretty Is much. Is he under contract? He's under contract. Yeah, yeah, Fitz. And then Jerron Brown, and that's it. They lost John Brown, and, oh, they got that rookie, Chad Williams. He could, he's supposed to be good. Yeah. There's a you know there might be some free agents that that they might look into. It it all depends on the direction of their team. You know, do they go they towards get a the rebuilding? You know, if they get Cousins, then all of a sudden they're they're looking to add pieces to to win now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they'd they'd have Cousins, Fitz, and, and DJ. That would be a pretty. Scary or they could get trio. Drew Brees. <laughs> no, I heard today people were reaching out to Drew. Yeah, I saw that they, as well. Because they thought that he'd, uh, he'd have a contract I could, locked up. If I had just like throwing out predictions while we talk about this is I I think they're going to sign Case Keenum. The Cardinals? Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's a fair... They'll probably overpay him. I think Case Keenum's going to get overpaid. Um, but probably. if you look at like the buildup of their team... Um, they're kind of like the Vikings in the sense where uh, they have a they have a good above average defense for sure, right. probably top tier defense. Um, and this is just off the top of my head. I feel like they have like a good um, scoring defense as far as like causing turnovers and whatnot. Um, yeah. So I think he would fit well, especially even if they did draft Lamar Jackson, um, just to kind of not do it, but. I think Case Keenum might get paid like starter money, yeah. Mike Glennon money. Um, I would say, yeah, because Glennon, I think he made fourteen million. Yeah. And he got signed for. Yeah, and that, I think he'll get case, probably around fifteen or sixteen million. Yeah. So, um, plus you have a little bit more of you know more tape on Case. Yeah, uh, he looked. Glennon good. was strictly used as the backup. Like Case was used more. Yeah, in backup situations. But when his starting quarterbacks were terrible and on the Texans and such, so yeah, so he'll be all right. You know, as long as he has, he's got to have a strong defense, no question. Absolutely, you can't ask him to, you know, like when they played you guys, you can't ask him to throw out of a hole. I mean, they were up seven zero. 
<laughs> they were up 7 and <laughs> they lost 38 7. Um, yeah. So. And I don't think that was his fault. No. Because he no. didn't give up 38. Honestly, they're, like you said, they won games because they had a run game. Even when Devin Cook went down, they had a run game. Yeah. And they had the defense to get it done. And the Eagles just, I told you I wouldn't talk about the Eagles, but the Eagles just. Like, they had, like, 12 play drives for, like, the first three touchdowns that they mm-hmm. had. Um, so that just wears down your defense. And then at that point, uh, once you punt a couple times, then you're just – you have your back against the wall the yeah. entire time. Their defense is just on the field way too long. But so, I, I do think if they get Kurt, that makes them an instant. Yeah, let's let's step away from the draft and let's talk about uh, what's happening in free agency. I'll, I'll give you my prediction for Kirk. And it's really not that like far fetched. He's got to go to Minnesota because they are Super Bowl contenders yeah. right this second. With Case Keenum, they were nearly you know exactly. Super Bowl they were contenders. Super Bowl contenders though, and ninety five percent, including you, had them beating the Eagles. So, oh, um, and that's just for my. Well, they shouldn't even beat the Saints. Not, that's not more for my you know for my. Th- what I actually thought. But if, like, if the Eagles had Wentz, would you have thought that? Like, if, let's say they were just cruising like they were during the year and they had a Wentz and they went up against the Vikings in Philly, you would have picked the Eagles. As, not, you don't want them yeah. to win, but... I ultimately, I had said it even weeks, you know, when, when the first uh, wildcard weekend was set up, you know, I, I had said that the Saints needed to get matched up with you guys and, and then I was confident, but... Unfortunately, they blew it. <laughs> that didn't happen because of a missed tackle. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, but well, either way though, the Vikings are set up to make a playoff. They're run. they're they, they're accumulating everyone, and they're getting their star running. He's a star, Devin Cook. Right, and he's and he's on a rookie contract, and uh, on the defensive end, they got guys locked up under contract. So that, but it's only the thing is, it's only a two year window. For Kirk, because then those defensive guys start to become free, and then they can't sign it back because Kirk's going to get a thirty million dollar contract. Yeah, exactly. So, and but that does instantly make them, especially. But they're with, not waiting around. They especially want, with Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph. Yeah, they got. I mean, we have, let's be honest. We haven't seen Kirk with these type of. I mean, his best weapons in his career were Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon and Jordan Reed. For like if that five guy, games God, Jesus <laughs> Christ, my fantasy team every year has that guy. And if he played to his potential, I'd have a great team. Week uh, one, he has 95 and two, and you're like, oh my God, this team is unbelievable. I mean, he separates his shoulder. Week four, and he's out <laughs> until week 13. Oh my God. And then, yeah. And so, um, I would love for Kirk to go there because I, I mean, I like the Vikings, to be honest. I like. I, I love their receivers. Yeah. I love Devin Cook, and they got they got a lot of pieces. So if I were Kirk Cousins, I would go there, even if it means a couple million less. Because yeah, I I would do it too. If you want to win, and he says the majority of his decision is to win. So um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to if you're going to the Jets, like you're you're pretty much saying you have no money. expectation to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all money because. Uh, when it first started, and I think the they're kind of out of it now. I told, I said he's going to go to Minnesota or Denver. I thought Denver. I've been calling Denver since September. They're just like all set on him, though. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> they're they're about to get Rosen, who's probably who's the most likely of the, all the quarterbacks to flop. Yeah, 
they did lose to leave, which we'll get into, but um like their defense is still good, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's I'll be yeah, honest. I, who's their quarterback? I mean all, they're gonna draft one, obviously. They're but, gonna they're gonna, and they're gonna it, throw them right into the fire. Obviously, that's what it looks like, unfortunately, because I don't think Asweiler, Simeon, or Lynch are any they're of not, the three. Are they under contract? Oh uh, yeah. No. Well, Lynch definitely is. They got to cut all three of them. Yeah, and they said they were um, Simeon's on the trading block. There's high school quarterback. I mean, he's a seventh than... round quarterback playing like a seventh to eighth round quarterback. <laughs> yeah, there's no eighth round. No, there's... So you can't get anything for him. Like there's there's high school quarterbacks. <laughs> no, I'm serious, dude. I'm dead serious. Um, so next on the free agent list is um, that I want to talk about. You said Norwell got got picked up. Norwell got picked up by uh, Mr. John Lynch himself. Wait, he's San oh, Fran. Really? Yes. So San Fran is just silently. Yeah, they're awesome. Let's talk about a move as opposed to a free agent. Um, and let's just go right into the landscape. We already talked about, or we didn't really talk about it, but we talked about the Browns. They added Landry. That's a lock. Randall. That's a good pickup for them. And I think they could get eight wins. Which is like a lot. Like you know, you're like eight and eight. That's ass. But right. they won zero, zero. games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eight, eight game turnaround is, is pretty big. Absolutely. So the biggest pickup for the Niners so far is um, Torn Achilles Richard Sherman. Um, as we were talking about before um, we started recording, is that his deal is you said eighteen million in incentive base, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Three million guaranteed is atrocious but sure he he's a smart guy he and he knows that um teams don't want to take Achilles I mean that's the biggest injury um so obviously I know we both like the move um but how do you feel about the Niners right now as a team um because I love when teams do what they're doing like John Lynch came in and he he's crushing it oh he's he's I mean, it's the definition of rookie of the year. Uh, yeah. You know, I, uh, I I love what they're doing. I, I had actually said to Josh the other day, um, you know, he, he wasn't a big fan of, the, of the, the hot take, but I had said that they're a dark horse team for me next year to be around that wild card. You know, they're not – I don't I don't anticipate they're going to um, compete with the, the Rams, but I would say – I would, pr- depending on what the Seahawks do, unless they get they're more, trash. I mean, they're better than the Seahawks. Uh, <laughs> I'm comfortable. From what I saw Jimmy G do last year, you know, they, they just bolstered their offensive line. Hyde will be back. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, they got weapons. Um, no, Hyde's a free agent, right? Is he? Yeah. I thought they. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, I'll double check. Yeah, that, double but... check on that because that, that's that's pretty big. But I know that I know. Or they might be looking to move him, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I heard something like that. Um, but yeah, so. But I love. I know. I love what they're doing. Um, Sherman brings like a a whole different, you know. It's winners, no. It's no longer like a. Oh, we're you know we're ready to be patient for the next three years. It's you know Sherman's going to bring an attitude to that team that. Uh, you know, and, and we got to remember their last three to four draft picks and the first top seven picks yeah. are all defensive linemen. You know, Foster last year they took high. Uh, 
It was a good pick. Yeah. And then um, Shanahan, I think I, I think Kyle Shanahan is is very underrated, which is why you saw the, the Falcons be very bad this year on offense. What did they win four games in <laughs> what did they win four games in a row? Uh, I think they were five they were five and zero at the end. Yeah. Because Jimmy yeah. G only started two games in, in New England. It was two and zero. He's seven zero as a starter all time. Right, it's five and zero. Yeah, that's five and zero. Then I mean, but I remember having conversations with you know uh, um, my buddy Tom as well that that I do the uh, our podcast with uh, about competing for the second pick in the draft. You know, they were up there with the Giants, and they had actually beaten the Giants before they got Jimmy G. And we were like, you know, oh, you guys might get the second, you might get the third, and then they reel so off they won five six straight games, right? They're, yeah, so they reel off five straight games, and you know, now they're at the ninth pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now I got I finally got the list that I was looking yeah. for of all the positions. Yeah. And um Carlos Hyde is a free agent. Yeah, okay. So there there are a lot of running backs um out there, in my opinion. I don't think they resign up. Um I don't know if they I think they like that uh Brita. Memory. Yeah, that was a guy that, that Shanahan brought in. So they might sign someone else for cheaper, but I think Carlos Hyde's going to demand some money, um, at least at least mid-tier running back money, because I think he's a good player. Um, it's just been about the health for him, and then for some reason they hate him. Yeah, they never wanted to give him the reins from the beginning. Probably because of his health, but yeah, yeah either way, so... I like what they're doing as well. Um, did they did they extend Marquise Goodwin? Oh yes, yes they did. I really like yeah, him. They, he came I out. I think of they gave one. him a three year, three or four year deal. Um, so once now, you leave the Bills, you just you're a good. Oh, receiver. absolutely, absolutely. Robert, yeah, they gave him Robert a three Woods year deal. A name for himself. And I think that they're in. Um, I think that they're actually at the top of the list for Allen Robinson. Um, that's that's who I was just gonna say is is they they need that that second receiver now. Now they got their speedster and Goodwin. Now they need the guy who's able to you know be that six three over the middle, but can also beat you on the outside. Allen Robinson would be that. I, I do like think Allen Robinson is gone from Jacksonville. Yeah, they have too many guys on the defensive end, and they have good receivers. Yeah, I mean, too. yeah, those guys that that came up last year, um, you know, Cole, yeah. Westbrook. Those yeah. guys are, and then Marquise Lee's a good. Yeah, he's, he might be a free agent too, though, to be honest. But they they'll retain him yeah, over Allen Robinson. Really be looking for. It's not going to cost too much cash. Um, but so that I hope he goes there. That would be cool. Um, but let's keep it in the same division, um, and just kind of discuss the Seahawks. Um, they traded Michael Bennett to the Eagles. And you're shaking your head because you're not excited that the Eagles retained a three-time Pro Bowl defensive um, defensive end for nothing. And nothing. so they made the best part of their Super Bowl winning team even better by adding him for a fifth. It was a fifth, right? Yeah. For a fifth-round pick. Um, and then you guys got a seventh back. Oh, yeah. So, so essentially. So that's free. I mean, those fifth and sevenths are pretty they're swappable. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Like that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was awesome. And then they obviously cut Sherman. And then, so the cornerstones of their defense both have career-ending neck injuries. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it looks like they're... Uh, well, they still have Earl Thomas. It looks like they're they're definitely... They, they've broken up. Uh, it's funny, though, especially in today's 
lovely, uh, outspoken world, uh, they clearly got rid of the two guys who were the know, most outspoken. The most outspoken uh, about political issues and such. Um, so they're clearly moving in a different direction. But that that's Pete's fault. I mean, Pete allows everybody to be uh, free and He's a dumbass. you know have the freedom to talk about anything and, and stuff like that. So. Uh, that team hasn't been right. I, I said it a couple years back. That team hasn't been right since they refused to run the ball on the one yard line. <laughs> when they, I mean, they, it was no. There's no secret to it. They wanted Russell to be the guy. And Pete Carroll did so many drugs after that loss. Oh that my god! Like, and then no. yeah, sure. I knew the whole Sherman thing was a long time coming because him and Russell never saw eye to eye after that Super Bowl. And yeah, the defense felt that. The offense literally gave the game away. Which... Everyone on their defense was the opposite of their best player, Russell Wilson. Right. Like, he's, like, just, like, do your job and, like, pray to God. And, like, <laughs> and they're all just, like, fucking standing up for causes. And he, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but he just keeps it football, you know what I mean? And I, right. I do like that about – I'm all for, like, Malcolm Jenkins is, is like that for us. Like, he, he stands up, but he – does it in a way that's not like publicity, like and and also on top of that, they're just like dirt. <laughs> like Michael Bennett's like he's like kind of dirty. Yeah, I mean he, he he's kind of gotten that uh, that rep over the last couple of years, but yeah. yeah, it's it's terrible. To, I mean they they literally gave him away for for nothing. So yeah, I mean it's we'll not take that. It's not that the Seahawks are are all of a sudden you know improving. They just cut an all pro corner. And uh, you know, Pro Bowl defensive end. So yeah, they're just they're trying to save. Money. But I I uh, I had guessed this as soon as they started making those cap moves that uh, the the direction of their franchise is completely. They're gonna gar- start going with no names on defense, and yeah. they're gonna start signing heavy guys for for Russell. Yeah, and running with him. They need to get him some more. Yeah, um, some more weapons. So, um. Let's just stay in that. Uh, we're talking about that division. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're just going to rock with it. Um, so, Talib and Marcus Peters are both on the Rams. Love it. And the Rams are absolutely nasty. They are nasty. Which is, like, crazy to say because they were absolutely trash two years ago. They were, man. And then Shawnee Mick, Shawnee Mack came through and made them extremely good without even looking at the defensive end because he got your man, your man Wade. Wade just handled it for him. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he just doesn't. Have, he looks the other way. Uh, but no, I, I love that move for for them. Cause... And their defense did struggle at points last yeah. year. No, it did. It did. That, there there were times where their corners weren't. Uh, didn't get the job done, but no, I I love Tlaib for that. I I'd actually heard that Tlaib was actually earlier traded to the Niners, but uh, told them that I he saw that show up. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he, really? he, no, he said he either wanted to play for Wade or he wanted to play for Bill uh, in New England. So, and those are teams; those are guys he's been with before, so right. that's not surprising. Right. But he's a he's a Wade kind of guy, so that's huge for them and. I know you're not huge on Peters as well. I was just going to say Peters is is you. I, I know the reason you don't like him because on paper there there are times where he does get burned, and on the other side as well, Talib has that same reputation. I know he's a good. But those player. two are two of the 
absolute risk takers at that position. So they're going yeah, to they cause so many interceptions, something that the Cowboys never do from the corner position. So I, when Peters was out in the trademark, I was hoping we, we would make that move. But No, I, I love the he move. He gets thrown at a lot. He takes risks, so that's why he, he it does. It seems like he gets There's times players. where he does get dominated, but that's because he's he's taking risks. And he's had the most interceptions in the last three years. So Yeah, he he takes risks, so it, when you look, he gives up a lot of big plays because yeah. of that. And does the same thing. So they're both cutting routes. So there are going to be times where you know they get burnt deep, but for the most part, with Aaron Donald in the middle of that defense, man, that, they're not gonna have enough time for that to that's happen. Incredible. Um, yeah, but yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about what they're gonna do. And don't get me wrong, like if we were like if the Eagles or like the Cowboys or someone were to get Peters, like that's definitely a good pickup. Oh yeah. I was just I'm more or less just saying like, don't like he he's good, but he's vulnerable, like you said, and he can't tackle. He doesn't tackle so. I mean, those are two key components, but I, who knows if it's like an effort thing with him because he is just like kind of a hothead and, and all, everything yeah. like that. Um, but he, he had like the back of Alex Smith. So I know he's still like a passionate guy and I mean, he's still a, a good player. So great pickup for the Rams and their defense is now scary. And, um, so they got rid of their best linebacker though. Um, Oval Tree. Yeah, I don't know really their defense like that, but I'm assuming they'll replace the draft the linebacker. I actually think that they're projected to take a D end in the first first round because uh, they got they lost Robert Quinn. Too, right? They also traded Robert Quinn. Yeah, uh, which you know you can't have you can't have four. You know, <laughs> Pro the Bowl. Eagles can't. Yeah, I mean, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't have that many defensive linemen getting paid. Uh, and and Brockers is is obviously a, a really really underrated defensive tackle, uh, Michael Brockers. But yeah, obviously Aaron Donald's the best in the game. Yeah. So let's just dive into like the positions now, and not really talk about specific teams. Um, before the off season's over, for sure, we'll just. We'll hop back on here and talk oh, about yeah. who gets signed and whatnot. So we'll talk about teams more then. Um, but um, I'm done talking about quarterbacks. Other than AJ McCarron, uh, I think he'll be he'll go somewhere and actually he'll play too. Um, it's just a matter of where. I think the Dolphins were look, were looking at him yeah. um, debatably too. Um, Jay Cutler is on this list. Just retire, my man. Be going um, back to the booth. Maybe Fox will let him back in the building. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't even start in the booth. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So, and then Blaine Gabbert <laughs> is also a free agent. That's what I mean. The Cardinals actually have nobody. On no, they their, have no one. Nobody on their, on their roster currently. They might sign him back. Um, all right, let's go to the running backs because um, there's a couple guys that I want to talk about. My favorite running back on this list is Deion Lewis, um, mm. but I think he'll probably re-sign Actually, no, because um, they have Burkhead. They, they pay too money. Too Burkhead's money. a free agent, and then Deion Lewis is a free agent. Um, so they, had signed, they got to make decisions. They had signed James White to an extension, though. And then uh, they had given Gillisley money last year um, in the offseason. They could I really think, sign no one if they want. Them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would be in the crowd that thinks that Deion's gone. 
Because they're not going to pay him. Yeah, and, and with the move that just happened uh, recently with the cutting of DeMarco Murray, I, I think that opens up a perfect spot, especially with... Oh, he's not even on here. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, that uh, Tennessee would be a perfect spot for that, to be honest with you. Just to give... Um, Henry is not given, you know, not taking anything away from that guy, but he's not a good third down back. He can't mm-hmm. block. He can't. He, he he's all right at catching, but he's not a good pass catcher for the most part. I think Deion so Lewis is going to command a little too much money for them. Yeah, I can see them getting uh, like a Jared McKinnon type, possibly, type player. Possibly, they um, need some. They need somebody though um, to to kind of supplement that. And the only guys that are dominant pass catching that are free agents on here are Jarek McKinnon, Deion Lewis, and Darren Sproles. But Darren Sproles is going to come back because yeah, he's older. Yeah, you see, so you need a guy for Henry uh, that, that knows how to uh, pass block as well as catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. So Deion would be that guy. It would be interesting to see. Um, plus, with you know, they got a couple offensive guys coming over from the Rams. So Yeah, they need, they need to compliment him because um, – they do. Like you said, they, they do need a pass catching back. Uh, Mariota struggled a lot of the times last year. So This will be the year for me. And uh, they used DeMarco Murray as a pass catching back. but Right. And he's a good pass catcher, but right. he was like literally their third down back at one point yeah. last year, which is like weird for him yeah. because that's another role. That what were you going to say about Mariota? Uh, this is the year that, that uh, is kind of make or break for me. Uh, I don't have a. I don't have a really good opinion of him to this point. He's he's a starting NFL quarterback, but he's he's mediocre at best. But this is the year where he finally gets an offensive guy. But if he doesn't if he doesn't perform this year, then he's looking at a struggle to get a very good contract. Yeah, I mean, because the first round pick, they'll probably pick up his fifth year option when that comes around. But then after that, it's He's yeah, he's got to show he's something. He's going to be in Blake Bortles territory. <laughs> yeah. He's got to show us something for sure. Um, and I said that last year, but I guess I'll give him another chance because they. I wasn't a big fan of their their coaching. Um, not sure how. Yeah, me either. Not sure how Malarkey was a coach in the league as long as he was, especially for a guy like that. Like you, you, you want support that guy with an offensive minded guy. Exactly. Malarkey's like he technically is offense, but. He's bad. He's not a whiz. Yeah, exactly. So, I hope the Titans do. I hope they do grab one of these guys. But they got to be careful because if, if they don't make some moves, then all of a sudden they're they're probably sitting at maybe fourth in that division next yeah. year. With you know, as you got Watson coming back, with with Watt coming back, so the Texans should be improved, and we know what the Jaguars are, and and then Luck, and then okay. Luck here. You don't know what that guy yet. But. Yeah, well, at the most they're at, yeah. So they need to do something for sure. Um, other than that, the running back list is literally like chubby, like veterans. Yeah, it's just actually I forgot to mention this. Andre Ellington is also a pass catcher. Um, so that'd be cool. Somebody will definitely pick him up. Um, I don't know. I I I'm a little farther away from the screen, so I don't see that list. But I know two guys that are are drawing a lot of interest, veteran wise, is Jonathan Stewart. Yeah, uh, and then Demarco Murray. Yeah, Murray met with uh, the Lions today. I heard, which I would love. Yeah, to see him go to. Lions. He could be a bell cow for them. Yeah. Listen to these chubby running backs. <laughs> it starts off with the chubby. It starts off with, with Gary, <laughs> Legarrette Blount, and then um, Alfred Blue is not chubby, but he's like, slow. <laughs> not <laughs> and then fast. Orleans Qua, <laughs> Orleans Darkwa, chubby. 
Frank Gore, he, he, he's a little chubby. Jeremy Hill, he's a little he's small. And then Hyde is fine, but then you got Doug Martin. He is literally slow. Alfred Morris, slow. Jay Stu, slow. Terrence West. Like, these, all these dudes are just like... Doug Martin. Between the tackles, guys. Um, like, And I don't mean that literally, that they're slow, but these are just like pounded, pounded up the middle guys, right. um, which a lot of that. NFL does need guys like this, but um, so there's you can get your pick of the litter. They're all going to cost right around the same. Um, the only real outlier for here, money wise, I think, is Deion Lewis. Um, and then I forgot to mention Isaiah Crowell. He might as well be chubby. Um, but he's definitely gone, especially if they yeah. uh, if, if they go Barkley because Duke's that perfect complement. Duke's better than. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I would say as well. But so yeah, um, Carlos Hyde's a, an interesting one for me. I think he's the best running back. Ivory's not on that list back. anymore. No, yeah, he's but, uh, yeah, yeah, he he he's is on the list, but I didn't say him because yeah, he's in Buffalo. Um, and then I don't think you're gonna see us retain Alfred Morris. Yeah, and I don't think he'll draw a huge. He'll be on a team, but yeah. Yeah, he won't. Doug Martin's an interesting one for me. Um. The way the way he highly talked about him, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if he goes to Oakland. Uh, Gruden came out and said yesterday, you know, he sat down with him, had a conversation. You know, he's a really well spoken individ, individual and stuff. So. Oh yeah, the Raiders were gonna were, are trying to draft. I'd be uh, yeah, I, I'd be good with them to to uh, pick him up. There's a couple out there that are just they're gonna be steals for teams, um, and and that's gonna be like the. You know, Charles Sims is, is going to be a, a decent player. And uh, Rex Burkhead. Rex well. Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, in the games that he played, he dominated for New England this year. He kept getting hurt. He kept getting hurt yeah. early on. Yeah, uh, so. And then Jarek McKinnon is, I mean, he came up huge for. He's a good player. You know I always liked him. Yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I've always liked him. And these guys are going to definitely have an impact on the league next year. Um just some teams off the top of my head that probably do need um, to pick up a running back. Um, who are you thinking? Probably, I think the Redskins probably need someone. Um, yeah, I, I'll be I'll be interested to see what they want to do. I mean, because last year they were set with Kelly going into the season. Now they're <laughs> set with P. Ryan going into the season. You know, so and then the year after they'll be set with another guy. So. Uh, they uh, well, they have one of the best pass catching running backs in the league. If he comes back fully healthy, Chris Thompson. Yeah, so if they grab like, um, like if they were to just grab like let's just say, um, like, Jonathan Stewart or Alfred Morris, um, that'd be fine. But they'll give you the same thing as P. Ryan, so they really don't need that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think of guys without actually looking. Right. Um, I know the Giants will need a running back. They're they're. Hands down. They're always in the market. Yeah, if they trade back, then they're definitely going to sign one of these guys. They have to. Um, uh, so I saw it. It won't be good. And I don't know if you still good. have that uh, that tab up, but the C, uh, CBS, the one I was looking at earlier, with them trading back to that that pick, they actually took Darius Geis from oh, LSU. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so that that wouldn't be a bad one either um, for them. They they're going to need a running back though. Yeah, that'd be a good pickup for them for sure. I think I. Yeah. I would be fine with them picking. Geist was the uh, the guy that asked if he likes men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. So 
Did he confirm that he does not like not? I, I don't know that I ever got confirmation, uh, so I don't know. It could be still up in the air. Okay, if he does like men, <laughs> then I hope the Giants take him. Absolutely. Um, so, and I didn't mean anything by that. No, no. <laughs> um, so, your boy Terrence West is also a running back. No, I'm just kidding. We're not talking about it. Um, but one thing I do want to just throw in there quick is Damian Williams is a running back. Please, God, Miami, don't sign him. I need Kenyon Drake to be like a dominant yeah. RB next year. Um, and I think he he very well can be. So oh, keep him casted into the free agency. Um, let's move on to wide receivers um, because I know you as a Cowboys fan with no cap are going to be looking at some of these lower-tier guys uh, because all of them are better than Terrence Williams <laughs> still. And I want to correct myself from earlier, Jerron Brown is not on contract, so I have no clue who the Cardinals have other than Fitz and Chad Williams. I believe that's only, like, two receivers. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not I can't even think of another receiver that played for them. Um, so... Just to go down the wide receiver list, it's really not that long. I'll just say everybody. Um, and this is not, obviously, in any particular order. Actually, I believe it's in alphabetical order. Um, so, Jerron Brown, John Brown, both Cardinals guys are free agents. Your best receiver from last year, Bryce Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Butler from the Cowboys. People probably don't even know who he is because he barely ever played. Um, was he hurt last year? Just Shockingly, no. Just no, bad. Just never saw the field. Um, Eric Decker, I think he can help a help a better. Like if he were to go to like San Fran or something, yeah, he could be cool. I don't think Tennessee knew how to use him. Very no, well. they didn't. Um, Bruce Ellington is on here, and he's talented, but he's like an undrafted free agent yeah. uh, kind of guy. Muggle Floyd, I'm done talking about him. Um, Taylor Gabriel, he can take the top off for somebody. Honestly. I mean, that wouldn't be bad for you guys. Uh, but I don't know how Dak's deep ball is, really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Landry's gone. And then there's a lot of garbage. Um, the notable guys are, obviously, Watkins and Robinson. Um, but someone, a podcast I do listen to, did have you guys um, acquiring Terrell Pryor, which, hey, he's still a good player, in my opinion. If I were you guys... You have no money, so if you can accumulate some sort of money and give it to him, he would be on a prove-it kind of thing, too. And it wouldn't be too bad for you guys um, as far as playmaking ability goes. Uh, don't write him off as of yet. And then the other guy that I think I told you about that they had you grabbing was Jordan Matthews. Well, I think he could be an underrated pickup. Um, he, bl- <laughs> he blamed the the Eagles uh, medical staff for his <laughs> recent... Which is fine. Um, I would be mad, too, if I didn't win a Super Bowl with a team that I was just on. Um, but, yeah, so I think he can be one of those guys that, like, is under the radar um, in a secret pickup. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against that at all. Because he's still a good player, for yeah. sure. Um, and then we can round this out. Um, like I said, we're going to talk about the big guys as, as the offseason goes on. Um, but... I do want to keep in mind there are some tight ends that are going to actually get some looks. Jimmy Graham, obviously, being one of them. Um, where were we talking about him going the other day? Oh, the Saints. I, I think he ends up back in New Orleans. I hope so. As long as he's willing to go back on like a, you know, cat friendly 
Yeah. He's made he's made quite a bit of money. And so he's not far. good. So he's really he can be good with Drew. <laughs> he can be good with Drew, but that's about oh, Drew, it. Drew, yeah. Drew knows how to use him. He, he throws the ball up to him and, and you know makes it look like a center on a point guard. Yeah. It's a type situation, but yeah. So and then uh Tyler Eifert, he's still a good player. Uh he's gonna get hurt every year, but yeah. Someone will sign him for cheap. And he's he, gone. Yeah, he'll he's have definitely an gone. Uh, he'll have an impact for sure. Um, and then the number one probably tight end, honestly, um, is Trey Bird that people really want is because um, he's young. That's really what it comes down to. Right. Um, you guys disrespect him with your offer, from what I heard. Well, what do you want us to do? We have the best tight end <laughs> in football. Um, so... He'll be a hot. Did he throw I mean, a touchdown pass? He he did. Yes. No, no, it did it hurts. Oh no, he caught the <laughs> game winning one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he fumbled. <laughs> no catch, no chance. Um, but so Trey Burton, he's a good player for sure. Um, and Brent Selleck is. Still, oh my God, he's still dude, with you're us. <laughs> you're bad. He's still with us, so he's gonna actually command some decent cash. Um, Trey Burton, so. I think he'll definitely be a good player. Um, and there was one other thing that I wanted to talk about before we head out of here. And that was, oh, I wanted to talk about, first of all, on the running backs list, AP was not on there. Yeah, he just got released today. He just got casted into the free agency. First thing he says, my neck is good. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. So let's just, let's make, let's take predictions or where we want uh, two guys I know we talked about him a little bit, but DeMarco Murray, you said you'd probably like to see him with Detroit. I, I, I wouldn't mind that, nice. but at the same time, I guess as a Detroit fan and, and one analyzing what they're trying to do is you it's clear we we all agree that Theo Riddick is the pass catcher over Abdullah, so you'd be giving up on Abdullah essentially. I'm fine with them doing that. Yeah, I mean, I'm good with them doing that as well, knowing what I can get out of Murray, especially with their offense. Uh, I think they have the weapons. They just haven't had what the what they're going to most likely do is go into this season and just accept Abdullah and hope that he gets better. But they did that last year, yeah, and I and believe it was didn't. you that I had a really great, passionate conversation with about him because yeah. you needed him to. Uh, have a solid game versus me on Monday Night Football, was yeah. it? And yeah. what did you need out of him? You needed about – you needed 100 yards, was it? Uh, yeah. Or no, it was like – Just <laughs> short of that even, I think. Yeah. I couldn't and it. he caught like a 20-yard pass, and I was like, wow, dude. Like, he's going to have the best game, and you were very consistent. I'm not high on him at all <laughs> uh, as, as, as a fan. So, I think Murray in, in that offense would be perfect and remind me who they just got as their coach. Um. The Lions? Yes, because they fired Jim Caldwell, I believe. Oh, my God, I can't remember. It feels like it happened so long ago. I just can't remember if it was an offensive or a defensive guy. Oh, my God. It's Matt Patricia. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, no shit. How the hell did Obviously, I forget I forgot that? about that bearded motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think that'd be cool. That'd be a cool landing spot. And then we can just add AP to the list of those, like guys that just lost a step and... Uh, whoever needs a bruiser, um, who like, honestly, he could go to Detroit and that'd be go. Yeah, he um, could going going back to last year, where I thought going into the season he might end up in New York, but he ended up going to the Saints. 
I think I think the Giants they're always they're just looking for a running back. So yeah. out of all those guys we listed earlier, they could be looking, but the Giants are on the list. Uh, I don't see him returning to to Arizona because that as a compliment just simply doesn't make any football sense to DJ. Maybe the Panthers will throw like a little bit at him. Just I can see the Panthers, especially with Jonathan Stewart being gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't want McCaffrey. I mean, he's not a bell line situation. He's going to end up turning into close enough to a slot receiver. Right, right. So that, that, that Or maybe, the, oh, he said he's not retiring, right? No, I, I don't foresee him retiring. So maybe he'll come to the Eagles. You never know. I mean, it, you know, he could be on the line with Belichick and, and yeah. sign for some stupid deal that's going to be yeah. minuscule and then he'll be, you know, MVP candidate or something like that. That's <laughs> typical of the Patriots. Yeah. So, one last thing. Um, I want to I wanna get your top five picks for fantasy. Um, if you could just do that off the top of your dome. On the top of the uh, dome. <laughs> I want to just get, that, uh, get a little gauge because it's never too early for some fantasy. I'll probably start doing... Um, some NFL MFL tens within the next couple weeks, which is sad. But you know, I think I think some of the uh, some of the upcoming moves are gonna affect what I may say. But for the most part, I'm pretty confident in in four of the five are are gonna be running backs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, AB is is gonna be in the top five. He has to be. He's yeah. separated himself clearly. I think from, we're on the same page. So let's give an order. I, if, if if I had won, um, I mean... I think you're scared it, to pass on him. Yeah, it's the most consistent guy in, in football. As long as he's not suspended, as long as he's healthy, Bell, Bell is my guy uh, there. Two, going into next year is, is interesting because the way Gurley got involved in the offense... I think he has to be too. He might have to be too. I mean, that they did, they did what I'm hoping yeah. the Cowboys do this year. Is yes, we know Zeke can catch the ball, but don't throw it to him thirty times a year. Throw yeah. it to him eighty times a year, yeah. ninety times a year. Hopefully, it comes away with. And if you, you with your cap roll, so I, and your moves, you minimal moves you can right. make, you gotta implement him in different ways. So I would say Gurley at two, for the sole fact of I'm I'm just nervous as to who they're going to throw out there at the quarterback position. I, I would put in Zeke over. Uh, David Johnson. I think I'm on the same page as you. But again, if they get Kirk, then that could change. You know that, that then I that I, will I, change. I me. would elevate him uh, maybe above Zeke, and, and then I would go AB at five. But there's a very good chance that I could enter. In, in you know, um, switch the four and five. I, I, I was go just going to say I might be too scared. First of all, I'm, I'm getting AB no matter what. Well, because I took him this year, David Johnson, and he got hurt. In that scenario, I personally would take AB because I know he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, worry about if somebody took DJ four. But I, yeah, because it's not like he had a leg. Injury. I think, I think as long as you know nobody's injured, those are going to be your five, five in I, in any particular order. You know, if Ortiz gets first, he's going to go Zeke just because <laughs> he's a Cowboys fan. You know, I think we're we're back to the you need a running back. Yeah, we we tried the. The receiver and a ton of them got hurt, and like then Julio had three touchdowns, and yeah, Mike Evans I, I was trash. And I can't. I'm I'm not on the the, the Julio bandwagon anymore. He he's just he's not always on that team. He's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, he's disappointing me, and uh, he, he he disappointed me as well when he should have caught a touchdown with time expiring. 
to eliminate no, you guys. No, no, no. That's that got if he, if he's if he's the he best out of bounds. No, if he's the no, he, he can end up coming down out of bounds, but yeah. that's just because he didn't have the catch. If that's a B, I'm nearly confident he's coming down with that, and that's just and that's okay, you know. Julio's just not better than him. There's yes. no thank you. There's just no yeah. People really still think that. No, that's it's not the case. It's For sure. Case. Yeah, I, at this point, I think Odell's he's just better bigger. Than him. He's just bigger. Yeah, at this that's, point, that's it. Because other than that, and he's amazing. AB gets in his spots, man. And he, he he just gets to his spots. He he gets it done for sure. So, but Odell, um, uh, that guy. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> that's been the talk of of Monday so far as him uh, him smoking a joint yeah, video laying next to his stripper <laughs> doing lines. <laughs> What a life, man. Whoa. Good Let's for take you. Take out the Snapchat. Honey. Yes. Let's do it. Ruin the Giants. Take out the credit card. I hope they sign <laughs> you for 25 a year, man. I hope so. That that handicaps their franchise for the next five years. I like Odell, too. What a I like him, you know, but he's yeah. he's a, he's the cliche. He's like a he's a NFL prodigy of, like, Amity. Uh, you know, like he he wants to, he he digs that he's he in lives the spotlight. For that, he lives uh, for that scene. That he has that one scene, moment, man. and he, he didn't let it slip. That's for sure. So, um, that's definitely going to be my top five as well. And I have no problem with people taking Gurley at one. I'll be greatly honest with you. No, because now he's he's shown that he's going to be involved in the offense, especially if Le'Veon holds out or some stupid shit. Um, I think he'll be there. I do too, but. I think, always, I, I, I think with him versus Gurley is you just always have that in the back of your mind. Well, he he has been suspended before. He has been injured before. Yeah, yeah. Gurley, with the exception of that, you know, ACL coming into the, the league didn't really. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with either guy. But, no. um, yeah, I, those are definitely my top two. Um, but at this point right now, I think I'd probably take Le'Veon still. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then, like you said, I'm going to just put ABF. Like, if I'm doing, if I were to do my rankings, I'd put ABF four um, because he's just, there's I, no going wrong. I'd have to look further into the draft to see when it's coming back to you, where those guys are looking to be projected, you know, what's coming back because that could affect whether at three, whether I go maybe AB over Z. Yeah. Uh, and because and, if, if it's really heavy running backs coming down or if it's heavy receivers, then. You know, not that I know I got to go see. Based on what I've seen so far and just my initial ranks, it's going to be RB heavy round one. So you'll be able to snag, um, like we do 10 team leagues, you'll be able to get like a Michael Thomas, like if you got like a mid pick of the first round. Right. Um, So getting someone like David Johnson at five, and then if you're able to grab. So So you guys won't sign back Blunt. So then, a giant is the the workhorse, but Clement. Is I just don't think we will man. ever have like. Uh, yeah. I mean, he'll be our essential workhorse, but that's like sixteen or eighteen touches maxed out. So it'll be, yeah, it's gonna be tough to draw because we're gonna have Sproles back and then Clement will have a role. Like there's gonna be times where a giant, like he's a third or fourth round pick. Smallwood might be getting cut soon. He should be. Um, there's yeah, he's a third round pick probably at most. So, um. But all right, good shit. We're going to get back into fancy stuff once it gets closer to that time. We're getting there. Because you know I can't stay away. This fantasy basketball shit doesn't compare, man. It it is trash. Um, And I'm going to actually have probably like a bonus episode 
this week uh, to talk about the NCAA tournament. I'm going to probably wait till after Syracuse plays so that I can complain a ton. Uh, whether they win or lose, I can always find a way to bitch about them. So I will find a way to do that. Um, but other than that, thank you for joining me, Sean. Um, I know we'll be talking on here in the future. Um, thank you to anyone who's listening. Um, hour and 15, easy cash. <laughs> um, cash so, money. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, this is the Kalo and Crew Podcast. Actually, one more thing. I want to shout out Sean. He does have a Twitter. Um, so, Sean, give them your Twitter handle, please. Twitter handles Sean M1024. That's easy cash. So I will talk to you guys probably later this week. We'll have some NCAA content. I got to get one of my uh, big college basketball guys on. So other than that, I love you. Peace out. Let's go Cuse. I believe I lied, though. Okay, Sean lied. He didn't remember his Twitter handle. He nah, because I had to create, <laughs> forgot the password, man. It's just smarsh1024 is what it is. I had to switch it up, you know. Okay, so that's smarsh1024. And follow him on Twitter. And other than that, Eagles are still Super Bowl champions. It's repeat season uh, next year. So don't worry about it. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. So...